Campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Episode 97. 97. Hot 97.5. <laughs> Camp Good Boy Radio. <laughs> I graduated high school in 1997. Oh, there you go. Congrats. Yeah. I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, that's good. That was 2001. Oh. Yeah, so was I. Oh, that's when I graduated from college. Oh, oh damn. Nice. You're really covering all the years here. <laughs> Yeah. But, but do you think when we get into the hundreds, are we going to be like 102? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. there was a there was 102 murders <laughs> right. last week yeah, in no. uh, New York City. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, it will be fun. No, yeah, really, we're almost done with dates. Or, I'm yeah. sorry, years. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's going to be nice for those years, huh? We just hit 100, and the the, the world just <laughs> yeah, stopped. Right. Yeah, it really wasn't yeah. uh, the year 2000. It was episode 100 of Camp Good Boy podcast. I mean, it's gonna it's kind of interesting to think. Like, you know, yesterday I went to a 99 year old's uh, Zoom birthday, and it was uh, kind of interesting. I was thinking to myself, if I was to go to any of my friends' 99th birthday that would be pretty interesting and cool i i I hope to be at your guys's 99th birthdays i hope to be 99 but only if i like still got it because if i'm if i don't remember anything and i'm drooling all over myself i'm gonna be like this sucks yeah (laughs) yeah but if i'm still like watching seinfeld to be like this is pretty cool if like my if my grandkids like come in and i'm like writing my name in the bathroom (laughs) wall with my own feces just 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 kill me right or if you're like that woman that like a hundred and three-year-old woman who got COVID and beat it. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. That's pretty, that's pretty bad. And if you're still like able to like be on a, like a rocking chair on a porch, like drinking a beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically Burgess Meredith and grumpier old men. <laughs> yeah. But if I, I don't know. Yeah. If I got an Alzheimer's diagnosis, like around like 78. Right. I might just go hit that San Pedro bridge. <laughs> yeah. I just do everybody around me like a, a solid. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't want to be like those, uh, who I don't want to I don't want to be one of those ones where it's like yeah like my niece comes on it's like who the fuck are you <laughs> yeah, right. who's this whore <laughs> who the fuck is this whore yeah, you like make a move on her. Yeah. yeah you're you're fucking hot come sit on yeah it's just like all right yeah. uh, wait was Ron- want to play Santa <laughs> um, <laughs> was Ronald Reagan because- starting to lose lose it while he was president <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. He was yeah. he, he was he was almost worse than Biden. It just goes to show there is hope for if Joe Biden's president. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, I mean, I'm I'm kind of excited about Biden becoming president because then we're going to have uh, our whole friend group will have this nice connection with the presidency and I think that, you know, we'll be invited to the White House. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely want our crew there. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's It's true. It's like, yeah, you just call our, because we have, I actually know a couple people that are directly related to Joe Biden. And yeah, yeah, I I think they would include us. Yeah, if they, if they, they just give us a wing. Yeah. Give good boy wing. Higher chance of being in the White House, you know, party hanging out time if Biden gets in than if Trump stays. I don't know anyone in the Trump camp to be partying with at the White House, and that's always been kind of like a life goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet it's fun. Nick Scott used to do coke with Ivanka pretty famously, as he's discussed on the podcast. Right. That hasn't gotten as far as in, in getting the Camp Good Boy wing of the White House. <laughs> no, and speaking of Ivanka, did you hear that uh, her, her new plan, she's got a new plan for, uh, or new, or no, it's an initiative to help out-of-work Americans, and the, the initiative is called Find Something New. 
That is the, like the coldest fucking initiative name. Find that something is. new. Find something new. Like what? That's, the fuck? Great. That's terrible. Find, Find something, something new. new. I mean, I think people. I think they. I think they. They're going to switch the name because that name just doesn't work. Yeah. Fine. But like, what's the idea? It's like okay, well. I can't get a job at a grocery store, so go look for a job at a gas station. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. But like, find something new is, is that's what you say to somebody mm. who's complaining about their job. It's like, yo, bro, find something new because I can't handle it anymore. Yeah. That's why it comes off. Yeah. yeah find something new. Yeah. I mean, it, that sounds like a really um, entitled program to have came up with. You know, <laughs> it's a terrible name. Find so something new. Yeah, opera um, like uh, the new the new job initiative. Kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't I like know. It's a, it's a little find cold. Something new. Well, I don't know. If, uh, I, it's so weird. I go back and forth on Trump if he's going to pull this out because the the margin is narrowing with the approval ratings. It goes, it flip flops all the time. Right. And it's literally as simple as like as soon as Trump put that mask on. And walked with those generals. Yeah. Like everyone's like, "All right, he's not so bad." Right, right. Like he's got a mask. Yeah, he looks yeah. fine in it. It's like everything is is forgiven. It's so and no one so made crazy. fun of him because it's just like, yeah, thanks, dude. Finally, yeah. He's, he's yeah. always worried that people are gonna make fun of him. It's like, dude. Yeah, well, he and he said he's like, I, I, I didn't, I liked it. He's like, I kind of looked like the Lone Ranger. Yeah, he looks like a leader for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, he's he's a social media master. So, you know, I don't think we've seen him. The other thing I was thinking, we haven't seen him campaign hard yet, but the other thing I was thinking about with him is he might not want to be president anymore. I mean, his life not being president seemed like it was pretty fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a good one. I don't know. Like, he he might enjoy being president, but, like, I don't know how how fun it is being president. seems like it might be a little tiring at his age. Well, you know what? You know what happens when you... When if he wasn't running from president, guess what? Nobody ever finds out that bus tape that he had with Billy Bush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that uh, in, uh, how, or, uh, what was it? The um, what was the tape from? Oh, it was from like a extra. Yeah, extra, it was yeah. like yeah. it's like guess guess what? You oh, started yeah. running president, then we find that tape. <laughs> yeah, <That's true. laughs> when you're just a reality That's... TV shows. That comes out, and I don't think anyone really gives a shit. But it's like they're, and then they, it's like they're still pushing for the tax returns. It's like, bro, really? You think that's going to be the straw that breaks know, Trump? Yeah. Right. It's like you couldn't, yeah. you, you can't get him on sexual assault. You can't get him on infidelity with porn stars. You can't get him on Russia collusion. Really, you can't anything. get him on anything. All of a sudden, you're going to see the tax records and be like, nope, not my president. Yeah, I, I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, totally. come on. And I what, mean, what, what was interesting to me was, and also, like, I don't know if you saw that the thing you posted on Instagram, I love Goya. Yeah, what was that? Well, it's the food brand, Goya. Right, it's a Mexican yeah. food brand. Um, the, the president of Goya, uh, he's a Trump supporter, and everyone tried to cancel Goya. And, and he was like, I'm not retracting my, my things. And it actually started a really um, productive discussion about cancel culture was basically cancel culture is like, if you've never experienced it, it can be really terrifying, but it's really just like a 36 hour video game. You are like, everyone hates you on Twitter. Right. If you don't do anything, they're going to go find someone else the next. What do you mean not do anything? Like apologize? Apologize Uh. or really, or it's like, it just, it just goes away. And now companies are, they're stopping like firing people because literally you can like go to HR and be like, if you fire me, I'm going to cause all kinds of fucking problems. Like it's just, it's cancel culture is literally a video game. And, but the the funny thing was, was that 
he basically ran his 2016 campa- campaign on building a wall to keep Mexicans out. And now he's <laughs> making posts celebrating the biggest Mexican food brand. So if he actually gets elected on keeping Mexicans out and then gets reelected by getting, it takes Mexican votes from Trump by literally, Biden, by, yeah. by literally being a brand ambassador for their food for product. Beans. Wow. <laughs> I mean, for beans. It's just fucking, it's yeah. so Crazy. insane. That's yeah. what that is. Energy. That's where so many people are like, he's not, he's an idiot. He's an idiot, but like nah. that's where he actually is really smart. And like, in a really, in a really like malicious, deviant way, he's he's a total yeah. Genius. And Kanye, if he has Kanye taking black votes away from Joe Biden, dude, oh, Kanye yeah. running on the, the birthday, birthday party. The birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, look. I mean, we definitely do need like a third and fourth party, but I don't know if it should be called the birthday party. That is so, party is so funny. I mean. It's I mean, so like at least, at least he's thinking outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> the birthday party is so great. I mean, it's just hysterical, but it's... Uh, well, Justice, but... you should run on the nap party ticket. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I mean, our, our listeners are pretty well versed in your, your nap parties are pretty much a thing of legend at this point. Yeah. Having um, parties where people that. come over and take That's naps. That's a great one to sleep, do. Like, what are you going to do for the country? I just think, let's just all sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's sleep. <laughs> let's just, hey, don't forget to take naps. Like, that's it. And that, like, works. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a really good thing. I was actually thinking about a new way to do concerts recently where how, what if you went to a concert, but rather than there being like tons of flashing lights and people jumping up and down and being crazy, what if you brought a blanket and some food, like it was a big picnic nap, and everyone just laid on blankets with their friends and people played music and you kind of just napped and relaxed during the music? Hmm. Well, that's kind of like a silent disco, but you're, you're laying down. Yeah, uh, this is a way you could have concerts during social distancing. You know, you're kind of you're in your you're in your little circle area. You're with your friends. You're like napping. If you were with a date, it would be a really easy way to do some snuggling. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be more intimate than dancing together because dancing is very sweaty and um, tiring, and it spreads the virus. So I was just trying to I was just thinking of new ways we could kind of hold large events that would be fun. So yeah, the napping party I think might be maybe I should do that in opposition of the birthday party. I, you That's, should. Well, you already have an advantage because <laughs> I actually think about you justice more than I think about most people because the word justice is on TV so much. Mm, like if that's you, true. we we watch news probably more now than at any time in our lives and probably every world because even 9-11 was, I don't want to call it a flash in the pan, but like <laughs> it was like, okay, like a week and a half and like it was done. This has been such an ongoing thing. And the word, oh, ju- yeah. the, uh, the word, every time I hear justice, like I don't think about like law and order. I think about, yeah, nap, right. I think about nap party at justice. Is true. Rest. Yeah. Very true. Thank so you, you could just run, you could just capitalize on that and it could be like vote, yeah. vote for justice. And you don't even need oh, to be like, man, yeah, yeah. There's the slogan: "Vote for justice I, on the wow. nap, the nap party ticket." <laughs> oh I think yeah. that would be really good. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really good. I wonder if, um, I wonder if Rachel would be my VP since <laughs> she's been the host of the nap parties a lot. Yeah, your camp, you know? your campaign headquarters could be in Malibu. No, that's your Camp David. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's your that's, that's your Mar-a-Lago. David. You're right. That would be a good campaign. <laughs> like you go, like you, you're going and planning an ISIS raid and just like on that patio. <laughs> I was considering running for Senate before because I've, I think, well, the cool thing is once you're a senator, people always have to call you senator for the rest of your life. 
And I think that's kind of like a cool title. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wonder if there's more scrutiny running for senator president. Uh, I'm, pre- I'm sure president. Probably president. Well, also, yeah. no, I mean, let's start small. Like, first, let's just start, run for the mayor of San Francisco. Or you, you could be yeah. like, you could be like an that's assembly, true. you could be like an assemblyman. Yeah, or like city council. Yeah. Like, so like, like Santa Rosa. Yeah, I could do a small, I could do a small, well, you know what, I'm actually a resident of Santa Rosa right now because I uh, made my permanent residence at my dad's house so that I could be traveling around uh, and living in Airbnb full time. Wait, so you're in, where are you now, Oregon, or you're in Santa Rosa? Oh, I'm in Oregon. I I, I haven't even gone to Santa Rosa. I just changed that to my, to my mailing address, but But, um. I, uh, I'm in Eugene, Oregon right now, which is a really beautiful place. I've uh, located numerous wild blueberries, so I spend a lot of time picking blueberries, raspberries, fresh off the vine. Ooh. It's just a really, been... really beautiful experience. Yeah, berry picking is, is pretty fun. Yeah. I used to love doing that as well, a kid. You know, what, you know what that is? Yeah. That, that's something, there's so much like crazy bad shit in life you know like almost everything mm. but berry yeah. picking is like you're like oh my god this is like petting a dog mm-hmm. be- berry picking yeah picking, uh watching breakdown <laughs> watching the kurt russell movie breakdown from 1997 yeah. by the way yeah uh oh, yeah that's all i used to pick things to do you know what really hits differently uh that homemade strawberry jam yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that hits so. Good. I've been. I've actually during the coronavirus, for whatever reason, maybe it's just because I've been leaning into the grocery store more. I'm back on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and oh, they're yeah. they're just great. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they're really good. Have you? Do you ever get involved with um, peanut butter, honey, and banana? Wait, Dude, that's your we, yeah, that's that, your the Elvis sandwich. We I actually had one yesterday. We did a whole oh, yeah. we did a, we did a segment on Camp Good Boy a few weeks back, but let's let's open up Elvis sandwich corner again because I think it's one of the best. Just killed himself. It, I so saw that Elvis's Elvis's grandson. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. He obviously didn't hear the podcast about the simple pleasures in life. Like, yeah, clearly didn't. Dude, Wait, I, who was no. so who was his? I think Mom. his sister is that actress that's in um, Riley. Yeah, she's in but American was his, Honey. Was his were his mm-hmm. were his parents Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley? Lisa Marie Presley and someone else. Yeah. Oh, was, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if Jacko yeah. Jacko got in there. He has <laughs> okay. Jacko's yeah. genes. Got it. Okay. Well, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. But yeah. um, the Elvis sandwich is so amazing. It's I do it on these. I get that Dave's awesome bread or Dave's wicked awesome bread. It's oh, like, yeah. uh, oh, I think I know but I get about. the rolls that are like super soft with the seeds mm. on top and you go, nice. uh, crunchy peanut butter, uh-huh. honey, uh, banana. You can put bacon if you want. Uh, you oh, don't have to. Was that part that. of the Elvis? That oh, was part wait, of the Elvis right. one. Wait, and then now. he would, he would fry it in bacon fat in bacon oh, grease in the pan. Oh, that's now really that's, good. I was going to try with some tempo <laughs> bacon. No wonder he had a heart attack. Yeah. I was going to try I with like tempo Elvis bacon. Elvis would have been a really cool guy to be friends with. Oh yeah. You know? He seemed like a pretty cool guy in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, mm-hmm. and uh, sad that his life was cut short just by, you know, a little bit of personal yeah. life and, enjoyment. And, and cooking <laughs> his <laughs> peanut butter and jelly and bacon fat. Yeah, uh, but yeah. The, the good thing about the Elvis sandwich is it hits like a dessert, but mm-hmm. it, nur- it nourishes like a really healthy breakfast, I, I would even call it. I think peanut butter yeah. and banana sandwiches are huge with athletes, apparently. Yeah. 
Because anytime oh, I would yeah. go work out uh, peanut butter with banana slices, mm-hmm. you could work out for like 10 hours. Yeah, the, the energy oh, yeah. that that gives oh, you dude, is insane. I'm, 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 I love them so much. I mean, I have about two a week. So you've been doing the Elvis? Oh, yeah. And you know what else is a new discovery that's came about, which I would want to encourage everyone to do, is um, getting fresh rosemary from the garden. You can, you can pick it on a walk or buy it at the grocery store. And then you get a French press and you brew it just like tea. And it Ooh. turns into this like rosemary water that is delicious. Hmm. So, so good. And um, I didn't invent it myself, but I did have a guest come here and Eugene and enlighten me. So, um, yeah, rosemary water and you can put a little sage leaves in there. I mean, it's funny because you always think of tea as these like dried leaves. But a a very comical thing is that tea can be made from um, fresh things. And it's actually more flavorful a lot of the time. These are very yeah. these are very Oregon Oregon hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I think Eugene's oh, been really yeah. good. Yeah. Eugene's been very good too. Yeah. I like we are. This is basically like we've turned Camp Goodway into like Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> these are these are Oregon hobbies if yeah. I've ever heard them. They're no, this Oregon is very. Hobbies, you're you're really taking a bite out of Oregon, yeah, or New York or anywhere else. You know. Yeah. What's um, the uh, What's the vibe up there with the like the other Oregonians? Oh well, in this town is very liberal. So like I was walking. First of all. You have to realize that this town is, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like a socialist country in a good way because the housing market is about like a 200 grand house here is like a two to three bedroom, like pretty nice house. Like I would be very comfortable living in. And then like a $600,000 house is like the Hancock Park, like, you know, house. So like the spread of housing isn't so much that you have like, you know, a homeless person with another person with a hundred million dollar house. So like people are kind of more in the same category and every single person here drives a Subaru or a big truck. So like you you don't really have a lot of people being really angry and like jealous of each other. It's more like we're all just kind of of the same economic area. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think people are a little bit, you don't have like no people here drive old, old cars. No one cares. So I think there's a little bit less like competition and jealousy capitalism going on. So it's not LA. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not LA. And you've got like, you know, I was walking by this pretty nice house the other day and um, they had like a black Black Lives Matter flag on like an American flag type uh, t- like pole in front of their house. And then there's these mini, little mini libraries everywhere they're kind of like look like bird feeders but they're just like libraries and you can borrow books from people's houses so i think that eugene is just filled with a lot of nice things what isn't really nice here is that there's only about three restaurants that kind of meet the standards of someone that had lived in a major city which made me realize that i think yelp reviews should be uh changed around a little bit it should be like did you live in a major city for many years so that your taste buds develop to what <laughs> good food is right mm. you know but we ordered food here from the restaurant that had hundreds of reviews with a four and a half star review and i've never done this in my life i had to throw away the chinese food so it was Ooh. so disgusting you know yeah, you know i yeah. just threw it yeah if you're coming from like a new york or an la or a paris or what other like maybe tokyo and yeah you go to a small town it's like uh 
my favorite Chinese food is like I think it's like called Szechuan. It's like it's like spicy. Mm-hmm. And like I had this meal with my buddy Marshall New. Shout out. Who um, no one knows him, but basically no one knows him. Our our friends here, but he's an old friend of mine, a very good guy, lives in Singapore now. But he um, took me to this restaurant where it just had this. You don't have to add anything. It just has like a comfortable spice, but it's it's enough that you you're sweating out of your forehead the whole time you're eating. But you <laughs> leave there feeling like like you had like a good a good. You feel like charged up and awake. Right, and it's hmm. really really nice. Because well, it's different. I was about to say when I walk out of a Chinese restaurant, I want to feel like shortness of breath. Like, yeah, like I can't <laughs> breathe because my arteries are so fucking clogged. <laughs> but also, when, if we're talking, you actually had the desired response of what spicy food is supposed to be. Right. Spicy food is actually like cutting. You know, like uh, cutting mm-hmm. the the disorder. Mm. It's, oh, it is because it, it, it releases endorphins. Yeah, right. The pain oh, you get, you yeah. get, you get a charge. So. It actually, so if you're depressed, eating spicy food is really helpful because it shakes you, it gives you another emotion to, it it gives you another sensation to experience other than emotional pain, which is what you want to, you want another pain to divert from the emotional pain you're having. So I really think all these, like, I don't want to just say girls, but predominantly I feel like when this is a problem that probably if you Googled it would be more of a, of a, of, I think females historically are, are cutters. Mm. I mean, I'm, but I mean, I, I knew people that put cigarettes out knew dudes that put, would put cigarettes out on themselves for the same thing. But, um, I would just say, put the knife down and just go get Chinese food. Yeah, go, go get, get Szechuan. Or just go get a bunch of habanero yeah. peppers. And go just get eat. spicy food. Because also, you're going to check two boxes. Okay, you're going you're yeah. to you're you're divert your, your depression. You're going to get a, a, an endorphin rush. And you're also, a lot of these spicy peppers are really heart-friendly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Wow, we should they open are. up our own psychiatric <laughs> clinic. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, it's you know, totally true, though. I yeah. girl that was a, actually a cutter. And I actually found it to be very uh, interesting how she would always be just cutting herself in the middle of school. And, like, teachers would kind of just be like, you know, oh, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But they didn't really put the foot down hard. And it wasn't until later in life that I thought to myself, this was a person clearly seeking help. Mm -hmm. You know, they probably should have, like, helped her rather than, like, punished her for that. She's probably, like, dead now. I don't know. But it's... it's, um, you know, I didn't see her at their high school reunion. It's the only reason I mentioned that death, right. but I don't know for sure. But it's it's a you know it's a very interesting uh, habit. I wonder how it starts. Do you think you just start out with like a little prick? I probably think, like one tiny one. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I I think it can happen. Also, yeah, it's by accident. You're like, ooh, exactly. Ah, yeah. And it's like, ah. whoa! I that was, and it's exciting, and you well, get the, you, I you mean, get when the you get a cut on, when you get a cut on your thumb or your hand, I mean, and when you put that, when you put like a um, like peroxide in it, yeah. it doesn't feel good, but it is a rush for sure. So, um, it is, yeah. So I'm gonna loop myself in with you know, and just to show that it isn't just a, 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 you know, it's both, you know, men can deal with this too. Was I had to, I sort of realized that I was kind of a cutter with my nails, so. We would, I was always like cutting my, when we were, when we'd be working and like we're, we're working on something, I would cut my, my fingernails, but I'd go deep. So there would be like a hole on the Mm. side. And then I use that, I use that invisible Uh, bandaid to, 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 to seal that up. And the sting would be like, "Ah," and it was kind of like, whoo. 
Well, no, and, and, then and you so know, generally, yeah. if it was working on a writing project and we were like blocked on something, that stress would kind of make me depressed, and it would coincide with me ripping the mm. nails, and then I would get, I started getting addicted, and then I would just. I would cut, I would pick the nails and use the astringent mm-hmm. because I was addicted to the like endorphins. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is a, you know, guys, this is a problem that can affect, you know, yeah, me- me- well, mental health corner. Yeah. But no, it's yeah. also, uh, there's also a, uh, a rush of, so putting that stuff on, there's a, the rush of like healing. So you get that like big rush of like, oh my God, geez, that hurt, but there was a rush, get, but then relaxing. the healing feels good. Yeah. You get the, uh, you so get the, crazy. the endorphin and then the, the relaxation. Because when, when, when you eat spicy food, when you start to, when you like mm-hmm. have ice cubes in your mouth and you get like to go away, like the going away feels so good. Yeah. Like you just healed yourself. Yeah. And you got, it's no, really like unfortunate if it's, a, if it's a severe disorder that people have. Because I mean, mm-hmm. when you see somebody's arm and it's all cut up, it's like, ah. Uh, but so basically, really if, you, and if you're talking to someone and you're like, oh my God, I love, if like, if you're on a date with a girl and she's like, oh my God, I love spicy food, you might want to. <laughs> You might want to uh, rethink the, uh, the the psychological factors behind that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to keep an eye yeah. on that on Hinge. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, yeah, uh, I'm a total cat person. I love spicy food. And with, like, pepper, pe- <laughs> yeah. pepper emoji. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, uh, oh, yeah. I, I think that that's, uh, that might be good for, uh, what if you made an eHarmony profile that said that you... We're looking for that you used to be a cutter. You'll get no yeah, dates. <laughs> E-har- I was on eHarmony for like three days. Like three days. There? I was too I'm too irreverent on these dating apps. And eHarmony was like, you if you're not if you don't write like I love to laugh and I'm adventurous <laughs> yeah. and I love to travel, you're fucking dead. No, and like if you're a girl, you're gonna wanna have like the jump in midair in front of those lanterns by the Lachma. <laughs> yeah, or, 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 Machu Machu yeah. or in Machu Picchu. Yeah. No, E Harmony, I mean no no offense to anybody that's been on there and has found love on there, but it is for boring people. No, it's like if you wanna like you wanna meet like a girl named Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that is that a reference to a boring person? You've I don't know. I just met? feel like if I was just like I was like I just want to meet like a nice girl named Sarah who likes to like uh, do jump pictures in in, <laughs> in front of Lock the the lanterns on Lockma and like we can go to Peru. Like I feel like it's just that's it the, was just no. I was just like this is these are the most boring people I've ever encountered. Right. It just wasn't oh, for me. Man. And of course it is. Yeah. And it's called it's called e harmony. Of course that's not. I mean that's where. That's where, and people are looking to get married. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you go on like, if you have like three good dates, you're fucking, you're like, you're, where, where you're is this it. going? You're yeah. in it hard. To, if you're, it's also if you're a lot of looking money. For it's, like, it's costs a lot of money. You're kind of looking for the fun cutters. That's more like Twitter, uh, <laughs> Tinder now, right? <laughs> Tinder. I don't even know what Tinder is. That's like, that's just a cesspool. Yeah. It might be like fit, fit life for one of these type of things. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, you know, I think that, uh, you have to – I was actually thinking about this service for people where um, we would we would basically cast or we would take photos and kind of creative direct people's online dating profiles. We'd have like a petting zoo on hand and ducks and children and all these little stuff and then people would come and we, or we could make them be like tough or whatever and we'd like style them. It would be very like Instagram museum of ice cream and every single photo would be like – a smile or a this or that and then like you could meet people and it would be like really funny yeah you like you're like you it's like actors go 
to a photographer for headshots. It's like you're a headshot yeah. photographer for dating apps. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, it's such a big, important thing. Yeah, it's like, let's, it get, seems... let's get you some puppies. Let's mm, get you just yeah. get you jumping in midair. Yeah, we got to get rid Yeah, all right. Let's... let's get you on a motorcycle show that you're rugged and tough. Right. Yeah. Would either of you guys ever let me uh, be the creative director for one of your online, even if I might even be willing to pay for your profile and we could kind of do a social experiment <laughs> and then I could use, uh, use it. And when I make like, I'd like to make like a wedding photographer level, uh, website mm-hmm. where I charge people like funny ass rates to do this job. And funny ass rates means way <laughs> like super fucking expensive, yeah, 15 right? 15 grand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super expensive. Like really, really ridiculous level <laughs> expensive, I think would be, very very funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've 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 never. Um, sometimes when you when you when you beef up or ham up the pictures a little bit, and then you meet the person, it's like, wow, you're really not that interesting at all, right? <laughs> or um, yeah, I don't know. I That's feel okay. Like, or sometimes I mean, sometimes it's funny when just a, a girl just has nothing but selfies. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> ah. usually they're actually... like. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. Off there. I was, no, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was thinking to myself, how crazy is that with some people's um, Instagram accounts when all they have is photos of themselves? Like, that takes, like, a really bold level. Yeah. To be like, like, how funny would it be if I switched my Instagram account from its current state to, like, if everyone's like, oh, man, Justice only has pictures of himself now on Instagram, every single photo. It's just of my face. Like it takes like a really intense level to do that. Yeah, it really does. You, you know, know it, I, I don't know. It, it reminds me. I was um, sometimes just for fun. Like I'll tag. You know, Kuka the day is a. Uh, Instagram surf profile for like just people that are kind of doing goofy stuff while surfing. Like there's just all these, there's all these like faux pas in surfing and like, and if you do them, you look kind of like silly, but everybody that starts surfing. So you become, and and kook of the day curates all of these, but every so often, like, like Laird Hamilton, the surfer, he's got the the new motorized board, (laughs) you know? And so I tagged kook, kook of the day and this, and this guy, um, no ego, uh, 33 was like, uh, bro, this is, so, there's nothing kooky about Laird Hamilton. And then I looked at his profile, no ego 33. And it's literally no all, ego. all pictures of himself. Oh my God. And so, and so then I tagged him kooky the day and he's like, what's your problem, dude? I was like, you're literally like, no, every picture is of yourself. No, you go thirty three. Like yeah, you, oh yeah, right, right. You completely <laughs> no, played yourself. Three. I gotta see this guy. Yeah, or it's, it was something no, like that. But thirty three sounds yeah. like a great. Should we all become super fans of his? <laughs> and have our whole group just messaging constantly on his profile, like looking cool, bro. Yeah, I think that might be great. I just, I mean I can't the. Getting into com, I mean, yeah, dude. People on Instagram are ridiculous. Not my fault. Not our followers. We got the best followers in the world. But yeah, um, yeah. the other, whole thing of uh, just like like I put I put on that thing on the story of uh, what Snoop Dogg. I don't know if that, if it was his idea or he saw it and he reposted. But like, you can just scroll past and not say anything. Yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. okay. No, but actually, if you, if you didn't laugh, you don't need to tell me you didn't laugh. I don't give a fuck. By like, the way, there's a there's a there's a cutting component to that. It's like there's an excitement, a rush right. to 
to criticizing and then people the the stress hormones people get into those the arguments and oh, they yeah. literally like they it's such a bad habit to get into cuz you you literally get addicted to getting into arguments with people on social That's media. That's true. Oh, I and it, 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 I, I it, it all is cutting. It's all the same. It's all the same shit. It's an endorphin rush. Whether it's well, no, it is. Yeah, what is yeah. stimulating? Yeah, for because, sure. especially during COVID, when people are just sitting around doing nothing. Well, you have to remember that fear, depression, uh, anger, the emotional, the 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 psychological uh, response is negative. You're actually you really aren't liking what's happening, mm-hmm. but you, the physiological response is actually good. That's why people do get addicted to cutting or they do get addicted to anger and they do get addicted to stress right. because you you're running a bad program because mm. your body your body doesn't understand the difference between a roller coaster and right. getting in an argument with somebody on Instagram it's all doing the same thing for their for their body right, that's right. even when you're sad you do your body likes the way that feels because it's giving yeah. you a, it's like a blanket that's holding you even though your brain is like, I'm so upset, I'm so upset. Right. Physiologically, you're actually having a positive sensation. Well, when my body and brain saw Midsummer, <laughs> my body and brain was like, wait a second, well, yeah. I haven't seen this before. This is different. But no, yeah. but even that is, is when you see a movie that like moves you in a, in a way like that, yeah. your body's like, ooh. But that's why you really should um, spend some time working on body and brain coherence. And like even daydreaming uh, can can trick your body into thinking that you are like you're just dreaming about the Caribbean and you're actually like sitting there for like a good solid hour thinking about how awesome it is. Your body doesn't realize that you're actually not there and you can actually put yourself into that, into that state. And if you do that and you practice long enough, you can actually just convince yourself that you are living this paradise life. Even if you're in like a tenement or something. And then when you actually are in the Caribbean, it's like uh, your, your brain is just like, uh well, it's, uh. it's more real because if you're miserable and you think the Caribbean vacation is going to solve your problems and you go, book the Caribbean vacation, guess what? Your, your problems are still there. You're going to have the first rush of like, Oh my God, this is awesome. But you're like, wait, I still fucking hate myself. I'm so my body, you're, 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 you're psychologically you're in the Caribbean, but your body is still in whatever stress you're having back home. So if you can get to the Caribbean before you get to the Caribbean, watch how awesome the Caribbean gets when you're actually, that was a major point of, uh, that movie. Something's got to, something's got to give. Oh, was it? Nicholson goes down to the beach and he was just kind of like, He's like sitting there just like having a cigar and then he's like, wait a second. No, this sucks. He's got to go get Diane Keaton. (laughs) Well, it's why it's why people are like, oh, if I get a Ferrari, I'll be happy. The Ferrari will solve my problems. But then they get the Ferrari and and they still have all the same problems. And now they just have a Ferrari to drive to their therapist appointments. But if you actually sit at home and think about the Ferrari Mm. and use that as a to to help resync your body, your body's like. Whoa, I already have the Ferrari, but it actually isn't about the Ferrari. You just tricked yourself into being happy. So when you actually get the Ferrari, you're you're actually gonna be way happier because you, right. you got it ahead of the event. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you like earned That's it. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It's like more of a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So it pays yeah. it pays campers to spend time. <laughs> uh daydreaming is very as a very, if some people think it's like, oh, it's delusional. No, you you can actually you can actually rewire your nervous system mm-hmm. by by daydreaming right right yeah so mm-hmm. so, been, so, yeah. so stop disagreeing with instagram posts and start daydreaming and start daydreaming you more you know yeah. what I, re- I really agree with that you know daydreaming is such a great beautiful thing to do mm-hmm. and 
it makes you feel really good. And, you know, I have to tell you guys, I have, I have actually had this huge, uh, change in life where I've been, um, I, I was having more negative thoughts and energy and lately I've been doing all this personal growth work uh, and feeling really, really good and happy. And one of the major things I've been doing is freeing up more time and memory in my mind and not having, um, not having any sort of focuses of anything negative. And basically, if anything is like creating stress in my life, I just, I just stop doing it. And I think that like that kind of goes into the negative comments on the Instagram or the disagreeing. It's like you don't have to be disagreeing because you don't you don't have to be there and you oh, can yeah. be daydreaming. No, but it sounds like you might have. This is the thing. It's very easy. It's a slippery slope to start running a negative loop, mm-hmm. and your body gets addicted, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it really is easy to feed by thinking about negativity. And then you're like, whoa, I can, my body can get that feeling really easy. If I just start thinking about all this negative stuff, you got it. You, you just, you, you, you cut it off and then you, you switch to the positive. And, no, and, and, the negative loop what? is very easy to, you then, into. you then get the, the same sensation, except now you're, you're mentally in a, in a positive frame. Yeah. 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 It's the same I thing. Agree. It's the yeah. same thing with like people. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. It like negative it thinking becomes addiction. it becomes an addiction. Anger becomes an addiction. Yeah, right. But guess what else becomes an addiction? Daydreaming about the Caribbean and or <laughs> yeah, about yeah. anything else you like or about thinking about and actually I would uh, also recommend that uh Camp Goodbay followers follow as many like animal rescue, animal sanctuary p- pages is humanly possible. Right. And also the more you do that, the more they will show up in your, uh, in your like explore feed. Mm. And if you spend an hour scrolling through, uh, animal rescue and kindness, animal things, you not only get out of a bad mood, you like, you're on like angel levels. Yeah, and then you oh, to the point yeah. where you like sign up and volunteer. Yeah, no, you're like, wait a second, whoa, that's that's awesome. Right, yeah. right, yeah. They were showing like I, I I can't listen to anyone that's of like ample means complain about COVID nineteen anymore. No because, way. Uh, Me it's literally like I'm like, dude, you. It's like a vacation. It's like a, it's, it is a vacation, but like they were doing a piece on this Honduran prison. And yeah. it was all these like MS-13 gangsters or like whatever, all these guys with like tattoos on their face. And oh. they had them all lined up in like 20 rows, all back to back, just wearing these like uh, underwear. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I was like, no, that's where you don't want to be for right. COVID-19. <laughs> right, yeah. And then I was like, I-, I think you'll have some interesting thoughts about this, Justice. was like, now that's, now that's not where I would want to be if I was a... Ecuadorian gangster, Honduran gangster. That's not where I'd want to be if I was Brandon Murphy or Philip Murphy yeah, or right. Justice Law. Yeah. Now that would probably be the biggest nightmare you could ever imagine is if you suddenly just were placed in there as the one lone Blanco in the fucking Honduran prison where like yeah. there is, so there terrible. are no humanitarian rights. There's no like there's no like G Lane Maxwell special cell for you no, like, yeah. down there. You're right in there. No. However, wouldn't it be fucking interesting and fun to be there if just before you got thrown in that prison, you had saved the head of MS-13's daughter's life from, like, oh, yeah. getting in some oh, kind of, like, yeah. thing? Like, you you did end up going to jail for whatever you did. Like, maybe you accidentally, like, you killed someone, but you saved the head of MS-13's daughter's life. And right. then you were oh. sent to the Ecuadorian prison, Honduran prison. 
that yeah, would, be, that that would cool. be kind of cool because if it was just like you were sitting there and you were waiting for all these guys to come up and like who's gonna kill me who's gonna fucking humiliate me who's gonna torture me blah 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 yeah. and it's just yeah. some dude just came up like, with like up. was with like a bag of some like cool like Ecuadorian psychedelic or like heroin or or whatever it was it was just like yo bro. You're good in here. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the next, the next two years in here, man. You're the king of this fucking jail. You want to get high? You want to get a hooker? You want anything? You want <laughs> yeah. sex with male or female or both or whatever? Any yeah. fucking twisted? You you, you want to get you out want, of here? You want? Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> I can make that ass. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, not only that, it's like your family has twenty four seven protection mm. on the outside. Yeah, yeah. It's like we yeah. already. It's like trust me, we already have a list of all your family and because these were all the people we were about to extort. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> for, yeah, your, yeah. for your protection. Oh, that'd be great. That, that would be so amazing. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? And that's yeah. like that would be kind of like in the in the be- like what we were talking about with cutting. That would kind of be like cutting going into there. Yeah. And then getting that would be the ultimate like totally. healing in the river. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, no, I think that that's a fucking. I I think that would be top level scary. It would be right next to being a chicken. In a chicken farm, it might be more scary than that. It would be kind of interesting if it was like, yeah, it was like a Seth Rogen movie. And, <laughs> okay, but yeah, you right. actually filmed it in the Honduran prison yeah, with oh, all the yeah. actual gangsters. Yeah, right. And like just mm-hmm. before he like he saved this, uh, this girl's life and he's like, you know, yada, yada. But I think it's also like it was he was going to go to the jail. And it was like it was while he was out on, on bail on trial or something is when this thing happens. So it's yeah, like right. he's terrified. It's like the worst nightmare. But then it's like you just did this like amazing thing and you're going into you're the king of a Honduran prison you're, as a that white guy. so good. Yeah, no. You, you guys want to know what I'm, I'm really, really ready for is uh, David Ayer's tax collector coming out in August. Yeah, that looks cool. Shia LaBeouf, and I just think it's going to be so good. I mean, David is is really one of the best kind of directors, especially for that genre movie, superstar level. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, are you guys pretty excited about that? I don't know about it. I I am excited. I saw it, and uh, I saw the ads for it, and I'm I'm also down for anything. Shia, I'm so on Team Shia. Yeah, me too. Me not on, not only because of his movie selections and his acting, but he his scumbro style. It's pretty top notch. I mean, there I have a I follow an Instagram page that's strictly dedicated to Shia's outfits. I think oh, really? Called, oh really? Yeah, I think it's called Shia's outfits. Oh, I'm gonna follow that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Um, his his whole what he does with uh, with scumbro fashion is because he also like. He doesn't just wear a hoodie. He does that thing you were a kid where you take the ropes and you pull it all the way so there's just like a little hole. And like he'll just walk around with like the little hole and like that's his. Yeah, he does crush the scum, bro. Yeah. No, he crushes that. I mean, that's a powerful level. I just think that since since we're, you know, kind of situated at home based in Hollywood, it's important to do all Hollywood talking. So I just wanted to thinking, you know, shout out to that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I was also wanting to talk a little bit about Nicolas Cage's 26-year-old Japanese girlfriend. <laughs> there's, um, there's great photos of them together. And I think that um, there's, there's a language barrier, but they get through it with just good you know, style, fashion 
icon style. Oh, what? yeah. Nicolas Cage doesn't need to speak the same language as the woman he's dating. No, no. but also it's like if she's having trouble understanding what he, he has to say, he just goes into full Nicolas Cage blast. Yeah, and it's you like, get it. What don't you understand? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you put it in the pan. <laughs> and then she gets I it. I can't make this any clearer. And then she gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Happy marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That should be a reality show. It really should oh, be. Yeah. And he, Dude, if you're dating an actor, it would be so funny because they're like, you don't know when they're acting, right? When mm-hmm. they're like talking to you. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Yeah, how do they, how do they uh, argue? Yeah. Because it's just like, you're like, you're just acting. Are you just acting? Especially or? if you yeah. just won an Oscar. <laughs> you <know? Yeah. laughs> And you're like, oh, you're in an argument, and like someone's being like, the guy's really apologizing to his wife, and you kind of you're listening to him, but then you look over at the mantle, and it's just like you see that gold statue. Well, it's like, oh fuck! Especially it, if they have like three Oscars. Oh, dude, yeah, they got three. Like, you can't trust any emotion no, that you're being yeah, fed. No. And then also, like, if you were at the wedding of like a old lady or something, that's like somebody's the famous person's wife's mom, and you're also at the wedding, and you see like Ethan Hawke like crying or something. You're just like, no, your friend, it's like, yo, he ain't sad. No, no, yeah, uh, not yeah. at all. Yo, he ain't sad. You can say that all the time. Like, it feels like, you know, I'm sure that anytime you're in an argument, you could feel like you're just acting. You mm-hmm. don't mean that. The person couldn't ever have any comebacks for it. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, you're dating a girl, and she's, yeah, she's crying, but she's this, and she's like Julianne Moore. <laughs> it's just like, I, fucked. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I have no, I mean, no, no disrespect to any actresses out there. I just don't have any desire to date one. Right. Um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, if you had a really hot actress that was really yeah, intelligent, yeah. would you tell her no? Because she's an actress. Well, I mean, I, I'd probably, I'll go out with her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of yeah. Sure, no, yeah, it's something, to, it's, no, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I take that back. I definitely would, but it isn't, it brings up an interesting point. It does bring sure. up a great point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, although, although I, I, as much as like you know, Nicolas Cage was great in Moonstruck, and he's he's good in adaptation stuff. He's he's not, he's got a very specific kind of acting that I wouldn't like get too swayed by the emotional side of it. Like, right. I would. I think you. I think you're in a good place with Nicolas Cage to know like when he's being real and when he's being not because his you know his. It's like, get the car out of the car drive. He's great. And actually, I think this was the this was the origins of Crazy Nicolas Cage. Honeymoon, not leaving Las Vegas, Honeymoon in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That movie is incredible, and he's a f- total spaz in it. Right. But it, it totally oh, works because yeah. it was before he went to Crazy Town. And he spends that whole movie spazzing out because... His girl, he he lost his girlfriend in a poker game to James Caan. Right, it's such a good movie, and he's just losing his mind. Yeah, it's great. He yeah, so that's that's camp, that's camp good boy recommend movie recommendation of the week if you haven't seen it. Yeah, honeymoon in Vegas. That's that, so good. That thing is pretty hot. Um, Did I was you guys thinking, see Lord of War. Uh, I actually never I have seen, seen that, that movie. I I know about oh, it. Lord of War is a great great movie, but his you know, um, top level. And he's playing but, Tiger King. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, which he's he's gonna just murder. I mean, that is gonna be so <laughs> incredible. It's gonna be great. Well, you know, what if he actually like murders the actor who <laughs> who Tiger King had yeah, murdered? Right, right. He just he goes so method because you know you're gonna get Nicolas Cage down there on that like Tiger Ranch, right. and he is going to go method on this. Thing. Also, the I hope he doesn't oh, yeah. try to talk like Joe Exotic because mm-hmm. that's just gonna be weird. Right. He should just play it. He should just have a, a Midwest accent, and that's it. Don't try to get like the high. Right. Just play it cage, but with like the southern accent. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do something special for that. Oh, it's gonna you be think great. He's gonna go uh, full 
Brokeback Mountain with the two guy marriage. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, that, that would be good. That might be. Uh, I mean, if let's. I mean, let's just say if he does that, and then something like really tragic happens in Nicolas Cage, maybe he's in like a plane crash. But like that's what he goes out on. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I don't want that to happen. That would be a yeah. good way to go out. Yeah. That would be the ultimate Nick Cage, like he played Joe Exotic. <laughs> it just destroys it, crushes it. I mean, I think that's another way Trump that, would get reelected. His legend would him. be, I mean, it's already cemented. <laughs> but, like, but no, you, it's, it's also like just when you thought, you were like, okay, we love this over-the-top Nicolas Cage thing. He's got his, he's done his Oscar performances mm-hmm. with uh, Moonstruck, uh, with uh, leaving, Las, leaving Vegas. Las Vegas, and did he get one for adaptation? He was up for one. He should have. Yeah, but um, th- everyone, you know, everyone loves his over the topness. But this literally will be his swan song, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. almost just like, how can you top this career? And it's like, <laughs> well, first gonna... of all, I don't, I, I, I don't know how he'll ever top uh, Battle Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans, right? Because I think that's hey, the that's best a movie. dark horse, by the way. Like everyone was like, you can't remake Bad Lieutenant. It's like, yeah, if Werner Herzog. <laughs> If Werner Herzog is directing it and Nicholas Cage and, and it takes place in New Orleans, you can. That movie's incredible. Yeah. That's, I think that's one of his I, top I five gotta best say, movies. I got to say, unpopular opinion, I like Portacol New Orleans better than the Harvey Keitel Abel Ferrer one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, can, I can get on that. I mean, I, look, at the, the, the Harvey Keitel one, like, I only need to watch that one. It's about a nun getting raped. <laughs> and <laughs> a he, dark. it's very dark. It's very fucked up. Like, the, the Nicholas Cage one is like, it's fucked up, but it's like fun as hell. And it's also like the first one takes place in New York. It's like, all right, this New York thing, this gritty New York movie, but the New Orleans one is just a different animal. It's so yeah. good. Um, Justice, did you, um, you saw those, that couple, the McCluskeys in St. Louis, who were the <laughs> people were protesting and, and they, they were like uh, the, yeah. the yuppie family who came out they with were, the, they with were the incredible. guns. With the machine guns. <laughs> they were so good. They so were like bad. the like bad guys in like Roadhouse or something. Oh, right? oh they, he was totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was like I something. there gets to be a movie made about them. I'm sure they're well. That's why I made that meme. Yeah. Jonah Jonah Hill and and Margot Robbie. And then people were like, oh, that's mean to Margot. It's like, have you seen I, Tanya? <laughs> She's an unbelievable actress. Well, yeah, or even, yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. Yeah, like, like, yeah she, she definitely goes dark. But uh, it's interesting because his, look, he's wearing a, a Brooks Brothers polo shirt. Oh, it was um, unbelievable. With no shoes on. Yeah. But I, Brooks Brothers hasn't, like, come out with any statements to distance <laughs> themselves from that. But yeah, right. I thought it would be kind of amazing and, and very just, like, I think brands need to lean more into the absurdity of COVID-19 times than try and, like, yeah. get it just right. Like, be a little be a little daring and realize, like, cancel culture is a video game. And, like, you know, also, you don't have to worry about uh, Antifa, losing your Antifa buyers for uh, Brooks Brothers because <laughs> yeah, last I checked, there there weren't yeah, too many. You know, it's more, more of a conservative brand. <laughs> yeah, right. But if you were just flipping through the, the new Brooks Brothers catalog and they just, like, just one page was... <laughs> Like a guy and his wife, like in Brooks Brothers shirts, holding guns oh, as like great. protesters yeah. were. Uh, yeah, that would be so good. What yeah. you, they, I think they should have came out with that definitely as an ad. Right. You know. Yeah. You could buy that shirt or something. Shop this look. Yeah, totally. It's a good look. <laughs> Shop this look. Well, those those those. Uh, <laughs> You know what's a great shirt? Um, the the light pink polo. I mean, that guy looked like he had that shirt since like 1983. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, that faded pink when a when a polo shirt 
is pink and it fades. And the, the, the collar's a little stretched it's a out. Great, that's a great look. Yeah, that's it like is a great look. But know, he had that belt tied way too tight on his. Belt. And he doesn't have any shoes on. With his <laughs> and like, also those people are idiots. It's like there have been no these Black Lives Matter protests. They're not breaking into people's homes. Yeah, like no. these fucking idiots. Right. You can go. No. You can go out there and tell them to maybe get off your property, but like. You don't need your fucking AR-15. Yeah. Come on, dude. No, I and his, know. And his I mean, crazy people wife. are so, so dumb with these things, and they, it's like, it's such a bad idea to well, be, the, yeah. They were, point, you know. they were pointing the guns, which is the problem. If they wanted to just come out, they could have come out, he could have come out with an unloaded sure. gun, yeah. and he could have had the, yeah. the, the, the ammunition on one side, and he's got his weapon, he's holding it, because that, hey, listen, that's, that's just hey, it's right to bear yeah, arms. Yeah, right to bear arms, it. and, uh. And you come out, but they were, she's pointing the, that, like, was, Beretta at people. It was so stupid. Do you think they're going to get in trouble for that? So or is it more? They got, like, their, their firearms were confiscated, but now they're in a, they're in a suit, they're suing the, the city uh, for, you know, they they believe that they were well in their rights to have weapons on their property and to using, I mean, listen, you have an angry mob coming up to your, I think the pointing the guns is a little bit extreme, but, like, I don't know, man. What would you do if you had an angry mob coming up to your house? Like it would be a little scary. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It would be a little scary, and um, it's hard. To, it's hard to know what you would do in the time. But I mean, they weren't. They weren't banging on their doors, and like they weren't like invade. It's not like it was the purge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you'd like, like to think you wouldn't come out and do that. I mean, just in the people when you notice that they were passing your house, going somewhere else, that you probably wouldn't want to deal with them but i think that um uh just one second know. justice i think we lost our uh our audio all right and uh yeah i mean gosh <laughs> it's like another i mean the weeks just keep getting crazier and crazier but the one thing that has kept me sane honestly and i'm mm-hmm. not even joking because they're our sponsor is the stash of pachamama cbd yep. that we were given by pachamama mm-hmm. cbd to test out to talk about on the podcast. Now we and get it for free. Because, you know, because, <laughs> but I'm actually I just realized that I'm gonna have to buy some more, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna use the Camp Good Boy discount code and get yeah. myself as you should 15% off, as any of you listening should that are if you're C B D or C B D curious, mm-hmm. you absolutely one hundred percent want to go to Pachamama.com, enjoy Pachamama.com, yep. type in Camp 15 to get your 15% off discount code. And one of the things, like I'm learning so much about this company each week, and, and like this week I it's like I had no idea how much artificial flavoring is in all this other CBD that I've been nah, using I had no until idea. now. No idea. And like all the flavors are so incredible uh, that I'm getting. And they, instead of using artificial flavoring, their tinctures, they pair them with nutrient-rich superfoods. I mean, dude, superfoods plus CBD, like how can you lose with that combo? Yeah, and they're ethically sourced from around the world, which like, I don't know, I, if I can go ethically, if I have to choose between ethically sourced and unethically sourced, it might just be me. I'm going to go ethically sourced with Pachamama. <laughs> no, they're great, and their uh, their icy muscle gel is good. I mean, my shoulder has been, been feeling really well. And yeah. Yeah. No, and also, like, you know, Tylenol and aspirin, that puts, like, holes in your stomach. Yeah. CBD doesn't put no. holes in your stomach. CBD, it doesn't even get to your CBD's stomach. The, CBD's the best. Pachamama CBD is the best of the best, and uh, you should get it. Where, where can the uh, listeners go to, to get it? So go to... Enjoy Pachamama.com. Enjoy P A C H A M A M A.com. Camp 15 at checkout. 
Get Dude. that 50% off. Get it's it. It's just that Try easy. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just written about in Forbes magazine. If When you're written about in Forbes, Forbes magazine. I mean, yeah, you got you got it going on. I just love it. I just, like, they taste good. I have to, like, watch myself uh, from... from uh, from relaxing too hard, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing is like, yeah, there's, it's just, God, it's just a miracle. Enjoy Pachamama.com. Yeah. All right. Camp 15, get, in there, camp get that discount code. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> um, but you know, also the, 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 the life hackers in like Hancock park, cause that's where the mayor's, the mayor lives. The, yeah. the people who get it and the McCluskey's should, should do this is if you have a mansion in a gator community, throw a BLM, uh, banner outside at least yeah. be like yo mm. yeah black lives yeah. matter like I, even l- if listen, you're even if you're doing it like l- l- as a trick you know but well this is the thing even if you're doing it as a trick the message is still getting out there right you yeah. know is I mean, that still is that still i've gotten a lot of actually arguments yeah. with people who don't seem to understand that like all lives matter is a trick against Black Lives Matter, and I just feel like, at least for myself, I can't speak for. I don't. I, I like. I hate white supremacists. How they try to say they can speak for every white person. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never want to join their white only nation. I think those people are usually like very scary weirdos. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I, I'm not going to want to speak for all white people. But I'll just say for myself, I think that I have had a lot of privilege in my life, and I think that uh, you know, other it, it, other people haven't have either haven't had it or are feeling that they haven't had it, I have to just respect that. So I'm taking this time to listen and learn Mm -hmm. and just kind of like feel people's perspectives. And I definitely support people having equal rights. And, you know, if people are afraid to leave their house and getting treated differently because of the color of their skin, I, I do think that's wrong. But it's so interesting that so many white people need to feel that they need to like you know, say their opinion. I think it's just a good time to listen. It yeah, is, well, that's it, classic white people. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. It is yeah. No, it totally is. Um, but uh, it, but if you are, I actually have a good word that I want to share with everybody that you can always use at any word time. Word corner. <laughs> um, word crime? It's called uh, Thabita what now? Wow, interesting. Oh. Yeah, and it's basically like if you, like somebody calls you justice and is like, hey, man, like, How's it going? And like they're talking to you, but you kind of feel like there's an ask that's about to happen. It's yeah, like, right. So listen, are you, you're still friends with that girl with the place in Mount, <laughs> uh, in the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, or, or whatever the case may be, you just drop a wait, stop it a what now? And I like that. Yeah, just to geek their system. Yeah, you're and- just like, you know, it's just like, it sends a message like, I'm not on board with, like, yeah, right. it's just, you're like, and you're talking like, blah, 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 and like, whatever happens. And then it's just like, stop it a what now? Stop it a what now? <laughs> And then That's they're good. they're like, wait, oh fuck! He realizes that oh, I yeah. know that he knows that I'm a, <laughs> I'm full of shit. Yeah, yeah, but, I think that's good. Stop like it or what now? I mean, it takes kind of like yeah. When I used to work at Trader Joe's when I was younger, and then people would come in with a fake ID and they'd have like broccoli and like a bottle of whiskey, you know, or a bottle of vodka. You know, because it's kind of like that. You know, you kind of you have often a lot of times people wanting absurd favors, asking for too much. I, I wish that people understood the sandwich method. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like where you. Wait, what's the sand? What's the sandwich method? 
The sandwich method is where you use the bread and you first talk to someone, you see how they're doing. And the sandwich method can happen over a few weeks. It doesn't have to happen at one time. So, like, if I was going to want a favor from someone, I just wouldn't call someone up out of the blue and have the get straight to the meet and have the favor. First, I'd have a hangout session with them. I would care about, I'd talk to them, I'd have a friendship. Then the next time I hung out with them, I may ask the favor, or I might even hang out again. Mm-hmm. And then... Then I would ask the favor or something. Then I would then I would hang out more and not ask for anything. But so many times do people just call you and say like, "Hey, can you help me with this? Or can you introduce me to this person? Or can you do this?" And it's like I can do that. <laughs> I, like to, yeah. I have that ability. Yeah, right. Yes, I'd like some friendship in between. You yeah. Know? So I'd like a little God, bit of love first. The, the sandwich method. That's like a new Chuck Lorre show. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, it's also going to be the title of this episode: the, the sandwich <laughs> yeah, method right. with Justice. Long. Yeah, dude. I favors. Like I, I don't. You know what? I I I hardly ever ask for favors. Yeah. Me too. Very rarely. I, I, very very rarely. I try to keep it. I try and keep it to a minimum, and I have thought of a what now holster mm. that's like ready to get that's thrown bad. out into the. Yeah, because that's. Yeah, that's a good because I mean I feel like the old way was uh, if you're if you're talking to somebody and they you're catching up whatever then you know they're about to hit you with a favor it's just like are you there you're, you're kind of breaking up <laughs> I think I lost you and like, <laughs> the habit of what now is just basically that. like a wait what'd you say and I guess it's like a it's a tonal shift yeah, in the conversation it's it, it is yeah. a very tight it's a very sharp thought wait so you're talking it's like oh yeah you know things you know it's like thought of what now. Because then the person's going to be like, what? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I said, thought of what now? Like <laughs> you that. were talking. Thabita we were having a conversation. Now? You, Your intention was to ask me a favor from the very beginning. Mm. And I said, thought of what now? It kind I of like just that. like, it, it like calls you, it calls someone out. Even if mm. it's just like, or somebody that comes up and it's like, you can also, it's like some, some like really meth out weird. It's like, yo, bro, I know the thing, the thing, the thing, thing. It's like, you can, you can drop a thought of what now there too. And he well, I, like I mean, so, he's so uh, crazy. He's probably he's probably like knows the word. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Thabit who? Yeah, I wanted to throw something out to you guys uh, on the favor front since we I have been friends a lot. I wanted to I wanted to throw out maybe a, asking him a favor or I don't know if it is a favor or if it's maybe an invite uh, of joy for you guys. Um, but when my uh, next high school reunion happens. In, I don't know how long it will be, but in, in whenever the 20-year reunion happens from my 2001 graduation, I'm going to guess 2021. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't do excellent in math. Just guessing. <laughs> um, I was thinking last time I had the 10-year, I brought Adolfo as part of my entourage, taking photos, having fun. I was thinking 20 years. You know, when you go to these reunions, they're not very fun because you don't really know a lot of the people. It's kind of awkward. So I was thinking that I might want to bring a friend group with me. And I was going to see if you guys were interested yeah, in part of yeah. that group. No, because it's a good idea. It's like people bring their, their family and kids. But, like, yeah. if, if your life and, and especially, like, mine has been more like a really robust sort of uh, group of friends, like, why – why can't you just bring 20 friends to your reunion and be like, <laughs> right. yeah, this is where yeah. I'm at. Yeah, especially, if they, especially you know, if they buy tickets. Yeah. That's more yeah. money for the school. I was thinking I'd, I'd buy you guys tickets, and I was thinking I might, I'd want to invite some more people from our friend group. And what I was kind of thinking about doing is, um, yeah, kind of in that exact thing, like you said, Brent, like I was thinking, um, so frustrating. 
but like I was thinking, you know, maybe, yeah, like you, you know, we are. It's the super nucleus, mm-hmm. and that was someone else's term, but I, I like it. And it's basically just like this this adult friendship thing. Like I like it that we still have sleepover parties as adults. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a lot of sleepover parties throughout quarantine with all these like adult friends, and like it's so nice. You know what I realized is like. I, I really enjoy my, I enjoy being like an adult kid mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> having like, yeah, it's a good, it's, it's the best. I've realized that if, if other, when other people can't adult kid with me, it, it brings me down because I, it makes me feel like I'm getting forced into like some type of like what adulthood's supposed to be, but there's really no rules. We have such a limited time on this earth. Oh yeah. That, like, you know, if we want to be adult kids, then I think that, that you know, any, basically anyone that doesn't want to be an adult kid with me, I can only be like one quarter friendship with them. That's what I realized actually in my friend shift and friend group kind of uh, reorganization I've been doing is that if you're an adult kid with me, then we're 100% friends. That doesn't mean you have to do sleepover all the time, but it does mean that like, you have to be able to be silly and goofy and have fun and like you know you can have kids and be an adult kid also but like I just I can't be dealing with with too many rules and <laughs> well, too much seriousness you nailed it you nailed it you nailed it early w- earlier when you started to talk about it there are no rules the you know mm. aside from no. like you know you don't want to like murder people and stuff like that but like uh, yeah, there are no rules. So, and, and then adult kidding doesn't mean B- Billy Madison. Yeah, no. It means no. sort of still loving the things. It's like you loved sleeping over at your buddy's uh, house when you were a kid. Like, why can't you love sleeping over at your buddy's house when you're an adult? <laughs> exactly. Totally. I love doing that. I'm going to continue. Like, I just had two friends come to Eugene, and we had adult sleepover here. And, like, it was really fun. We were hanging out. And like, you know, it doesn't, you don't even, it doesn't even, rec- like I've, I've been on, uh, I'm doing a new thing with drinking, uh, where I'm only drinking like nine or 10 times a year. Cause I'm pre-planning drinking with two days of recovery. Cause mm-hmm. I want I, I like love drinking, mm-hmm. but I don't like having to do anything on this other two days. You know what? So you, like, I am so on board that plan, dude, because I, awesome. I, First of all, I like the first recovery day because you're still like a you can be like a little drunk, you know, leftover. Yeah. It's like also food tastes really good that day, like especially like some greasy food. And oh, um, yeah, I does. usually make those like my junk food days. The second day is the is the fucker. The, the second day is the dark horse uh, that really fucks you because that's when you're sort of like your dopamine is depleted your serotonin yeah. is depleted and I find myself just like not stoked about anything. But if I give myself permission to, I'll do stuff on the first hangover day more, but I will dedicate the second day to my not doing a goddamn thing. Because if I just wake up and I know I'm just going to like binge some Netflix and order food still, it makes it so much easier. So I'm fully on board that plan with you. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, that's kind of the thing. I think a lot of people, think you know oh adult hanging out is only getting like adults getting like fucked up together but it's not actually like this weekend last weekend we did a lot of nature you know a few people did some wine drinking but it wasn't too extreme and um it was just like we picked berries we hung out we made the rosemary tea 
So it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, I'm glad you're on board with that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's my new kind of barometer. I've also decided to lean harder into being me. I realize that I've been editing who I am. I've been being too conservative. Mm. And it's because I wanted to I kind of appease some people in my life who had, like, extra rules. Mm-hmm. I realized that, like, I have really taken on too many rules in life lately. And um, they're all they're all going away. I just, I'm done with it. I'm <laughs> going to be, I can't handle it anymore. And I've realized that I'm kind of like a superhuman not like not like a coke weird ego thing but i've realized that like i've de- i've detached from i've i'll get into it on another podcast but i've reprogrammed my time to- my my brain to interpret time differently and i've been doing a lot of things where i basically become i'm becoming a little bit more of like a spirit creature than a human mm-hmm. so i don't even wanna i'm not gonna need to follow human rules anymore and and um i'm gonna start i can only have my spirit creature be with other spirit creatures so mm. as a yeah i like that yeah. well and also uh for for someone like you to say that they're done with rules is very <laughs> profound because yeah. you i've always thought of you as a pretty free-spirited person yeah, to really. begin with yeah i mean that's how it seemed but the you i think you guys are going to see uh more what no rules are uh, <laughs> yeah oh that's exciting <laughs> i'm just i'm waiting for you to like float out of uh phil's bedroom right now and just like or like you just all of a sudden vapor like come out of thin air and like you're on like a float or you carpet. become a serial killer but yeah, no, i'm not feeling violent it's by going means. back I, to rewriting yeah. rewriting the rules on like adulthood that, it's true. It, yeah. do, it doesn't mean that you're you're, you're like going to be forty and you still wear like Chuck Taylors and dress like a fucking fourteen year old. Yeah, it's have yeah. your it's well, have your shit. You want to? Yeah. I mean, you want to have your shit together. I mean, you you just do, and you want to kind of. I think it's all about like I do think you, it's good to dress your age because that's something that people in LA don't do enough of. Yeah, but behavior. But that's a rule. That's a rule right there. I, I I'm just gonna push back on it a little bit. Just say I think I think that that it's tiring to pol- to police anyone else how they want to dress because one of the things is that I've been really I really like capes, but I haven't been wearing enough of them because they have been feeling too costumey. But I've realized that like I'm gonna start embracing more costume clothing full time. But that's because it, it it brings out a spirit and it brings out like fun and creativity for me. So I really like to I really like those things. I, I I'm I've realized that it takes up so much energy to kind of like judge ourselves that I've completely let go of judging anyone else and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. No, see, but I see I'm more supportive of costumes and capes than I am like of, of Run DMT t-shirt t- yeah, on yeah, like yeah. on some Larchmont. Yeah, I'm like dad. a 50 year old guy. But you know you oh, but, yeah. but again, but but at the same time, but at the same time, like. Why do I even care? Yeah. You know, you like, care. like fucking do wear that shirt if you want to. Like, who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, it's obviously goofy, but, like, you shouldn't care because... No, and that's the thing, and know, I really, and I really doesn't don't. doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me at all, so, like, I really don't, no. but, but Cape, if I saw the guy that wears the Run DMC t-shirt who's, you know, maybe well past the age of wearing that with a cape, it's like, oh, there, there we go. Yeah. This guy's kind of yeah. cool. You know, it, you bring up, but I, I always feel the same way because I hate when people are like, hey, man, you know, when are you going to settle down and, like, get a... I'm like... Don't try and sell me on your misery. <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah, right, right. So many people are are unhappy with like so many parts of their lives, mm-hmm. and then they want to like. It's so weird when people like again want to tell you how you should live when like 
you know, life is so hard for so many people. And I realized I was using too much brain power being concerned about what too many other people were doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's unhealthy for them and it's unhealthy for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in, in a positively selfish way of right. thought, thoughtfulness. Anyhow, adult <laughs> kid, kid childhood is, is really uh, oh, fun. It's, it's the greatest. I, I'm also not selling for anything less than the next time I see you in a cape. I know. Yeah, me too. You, you will. I've been, I've been, I've been busy actually designing my new wardrobe. And, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait to see those, this. Those shorts that you gave me are going to be a big part of it because I think I have really like sexy legs, mm-hmm. and I haven't been able to you know show them because mm-hmm. I've been kind of overweight lately. Mm-hmm. So I've been like really losing weight because part of the thing that I really want to do is be able to be like a more handsome person for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, so wait, I've Justice. Been... I've got a good idea uh, for my for my online dating uh, for my dating app profile. I want to start photoshopping you into the background of all the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think you should. Uh, we could take a picture of me in the short shorts, uh, and you could just have it be like from behind with the shorts and the legs, and you could just tell people that you've been working on your glutes. But, you oh, yeah, know, right, it's right. like those things. It's like the glasses, and it's like, and guys, the glasses stay on during sex, and it's like the guy in yeah. the picture. He's in the he's in the yeah. room during sex. Yeah, he watches the guy in the cape <laughs> with, with the skimpy shorts. Actually, almost every date that I go on, just as you get brought up by me. Really? Yeah. That makes me feel like really special. Like almost every, almost every date I go on, I, I, you somehow, really? you somehow big get brought up, and I, I mean, no I'm way. usually the one that brings you up. Yeah. Yeah, I would. So that say, makes me feel really good and included. You do. I would say just in general, you come up um, in conversations just more. You know, yeah. you're doing a good job as a human being. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Really? So yeah. That makes <laughs> yeah. Me feel good because you know sometimes because of my. Um, different emotional state of mind a lot i often don't know how people are feeling so it always makes me feel good to know that the love is there um that's one of the things i like about being on the podcast you know who's a person that's really good at expressing love and care is um amy you know oh yeah yep by the way shout out always shout out because she's so supportive of the podcast and she's always posting stuff and um, mclean chick yeah i'm a big fan sweetheart and um i just i just love her i love her energy i think she's a really good free spirit Mm -hmm. and i think she really does a great job of letting people in her life know she cares about them Mm, yeah you know which is such an important thing to do um because people you know people don't always know and it's it's always hard in fact has she been a guest on here at all yet she hasn't i've talked to her about it and i know i think she likes the idea of it but just doesn't feel like well well, we can ask again yeah yeah totally yeah Yeah, you know because i know she's uh gonna be in a golf tournament she knows a lot about taiwanese culture Mm -hmm. and um she basically just has a lot and she just knows a lot about meditating and spirituality so i think she'd be a very good person to have Mm -hmm. you know speaking of taiwan they have what like four covid cases yeah they they (laughs) really they really nipped it in the bud (laughs) they really did did. they're doing some winning well japan japan also because um it's like masks they just get it with the masks we yeah we just we couldn't we couldn't get it with the masks no i don't think we ever will they're they're not like they don't do as much um, 
handshaky as us, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more uh, social distance just culturally. I think the rule should be if you don't want to wear a mask, you have to wear a Karen wig. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to wear these really... things at the grocery store, people. Like, I, I'm sorry. Those fucking people that work there. Or are getting like the, the they're having a tough covid cuz they're mm-hmm. right there dealing with people every day all day like put a mask on at the grocery store like you got yeah, do, to do it at the grocery store you just got to do it please yeah i agree and like, you know what i also think is going to the grocery store is kind of like last century mm-hmm. um i've been only ordering food on amazon through you know whole foods and their 365 brand is about the same expensiveness as trader joe's i actually did a cost comparison at um, Pavilions and Albertsons just because I've been bored and have uh, had time to do something like that during this COVID time. Mm-hmm. And not bored, but I've had some, some time for analysis. And uh, I've realized that uh, it is actually cheaper when you incorporate uh, your gas, your time, the wear and tear on your car. And um, I put a p- small price of $20 on mental stress um, when I, every time I have to spend an hour at the grocery store, dude, um, I, I got to tell you, I'm with you on that one thousand percent. And oh, yeah. I, I only go to uh, the grocery store for produce, but now I have a little um, vegetable truck mm. a block away, so oh. I get I get my veggies from there. But I learned the uh, and especially during COVID nineteen, like why do you need to be in the grocery store? And but the, also the same is like I just get all my stuff off Amazon. Like anything I would get at the pharmacy, I just try and like make a list so I don't like have all these boxes and stuff coming right. to my house. Oh yeah. But um. Yeah. But the uh, I only I was walking home with like eight bags, like four in each hand, and it's like all the bottles and cans and stuff, and then like you get the red marks on your fingers That's from carrying yeah. bags. I was like, no uh, more, no more. Good. It's yeah. terrible. I mean, go to the grocery store, and then people don't wear the masks there. I think masks are kind of fun. You know, I've actually very it. recently. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm I used to it by now. They do fog up the glasses a little bit if you can't if you do wear glasses. I I can wear contacts now, but it takes me about forty minutes to put them in. Mm-hmm. So um, it's still a hassle. So I don't always do it. You know, yeah. but. Um, it's, it's very interesting. I also wanted to uh, check in on your mom's art. Oh, she, she's going to love to hear yeah, that. She, she just sold, she just two sold pieces. some pieces. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, she just sold two. Uh, shout out, uh, Mary Woods. Yep. Yeah. Big shout out. Yeah. That's good. Uh, oh, she doesn't use Murphy? Um, her Instagram is Mary Woods. Uh, okay. Is it Mary Woods? Cool. One? No, just Mary Woods. M-E-R-R-Y Woods. One yeah. word. And you I can... think uh, Mary Woods sounds good. I think it sounds like a professional artist's name, actually. It mm-hmm. kind of has a ring to it. Well, no, it actually, yeah, like Mary Woods. Like, it does kind of sound like a like a famous artist. It does, it yeah. Does it does sound like a famous artist, it totally for sure. Does. Yeah. I really like her art. Um, if I ever have a permanent residence again, I'm going to make sure to get some. Although I hope to not, maybe not have a permanent residence for a while. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to see what happens. Um, being a nomadic person is really, really nice way to live nice. for me, actually. It's got a lot of a lot of joy and a lot of love going on. But um, I feel like I don't know where we are on our timing, but I feel like this has been a really good conversation with oh. a natural conclusion point. It really uh, has. Yeah, I, sure. I was actually just going to ask Phil how much time we had left, uh, also just because it's uh, – 
I, I do feel like we ended. It's starting to get a little toasty in here. Oh yeah, and uh, and I think this has just been a robust conversation. It's been great. Yeah. So I thank you, um, Justice, uh, in good energy. I will have all the stuff on Instagram because mm-hmm. you're quite the artist. You're yeah, quite oh, totally. the uh, philosopher and quite li- the life, life artist. Life artist. Thank you. And, um, and we always love and appreciate uh, you not only coming on the podcast, but having come into our lives. <laughs> so on that yeah, note, Phil, how much, ta- how much time we got left? We got about two minutes. That's two very minutes. kind of you guys, and I, I'm really happy that you guys are in my life as well. Um, uh, you know, it was uh, interesting watching the years go by from the time I first came over for tacos. Yes. Yeah, really. You know? Well, my my mean my main Spotify playlist is still called Taco Night. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a magical. Like that. that was a magical hang. That um, was a magical hang. You know, that's a very special, special thing. Well, I'm gonna say I love you guys. I love um, our listeners. Sometimes I am both a broadcaster and a listener, so I feel. It's kind of like one mind, mm-hmm. and um, thanks for everyone's time. Well, I and think I, I think to... I think you'd want to stay on for the uh, Camp Good Boy shout out Instagram shout out. Yeah. Oh no, I do. I want to stay on. I just want. That's to stay. right, folks. It's the Camp Good Boy Instagram shout out hour. <laughs> Time to get some Instagram shout outs. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. I, I think I got a lot this week. Um, hey, shout out, uh, boy with Dram's wife. Mama Sita Celia. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Uh, big shout out. Hey, shout out to a new follower, uh, Barnes Gibby. Shout out. Shout out. Really enjoying the starter packs. Uh, hey, shout out to uh, Flor Pina Colada. Shout out. Shout out all the way down in the uh, Dominican. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Steph Gensberg. Might be able to hook us up with that prison fantasy. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> shout out Steph Gensberg. Been with us for a while. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Live Love McDonald's. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Samuel G. Morris. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Dave Cush. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Hey, shout out Breckenridge Bear. Hey, shout out. Big shout out. And last one, shout out Rebecca Carey Crochet. Shout. Oh, yeah, shout out. Who is that? Shout out. She is a friend of our cousin Amanda, oh, okay. who went to Tufts uh, with her, and we go way back. And uh, Her cool page. Yeah, yep. Cool work, too. Yes, very cool. Very shout cool. out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm sorry, but Justice, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that was like the perfect segue into no, shouting out no, the listeners and the followers. No, we'll, we'll continue that on the next round. <laughs> right. All right. Well, uh, safe travels, Justice. And um, thank you, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. I'm ready for that. I want that cape. And I'm ready for the uh, class reunion. Oh yeah, all that right. too. I'm happy about that. The class reunion will happen, and I will get us all capes to wear together. Sounds good. All right, guys. Lots all right, of buddy. Talk Thanks. To all right, guys. Talk to you next week. All right, next week. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe.